Blog Talk Radio. By the way, 
side note about Stephen A. Smith, too. That's why we feel down here. So what I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> well, look, before we get into it, we're, we're drinking three hundred dollars. <laughs> Why did you like oh, the Chiefs? Oh, well, guess what? Oh, oh, fuck the Chiefs. They came from Texas anyway, so I'm pure <laughs> sure bread. The Chiefs, the playoffs, man. The Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Chiefs came from Texas. When Texas was done, they brought them up to the hunt, and we all know, we all know that the owners run everything. So okay. Okay, we got a bunch of white people right. out there, and and I gotta say, I gotta say, we got a bunch of white people out there running <laughs> shit, running a motherfucking thing. And oh, what is boy. the bottom line? What is the dollar? Because down here we don't care about the dollar signs. Okay, we got a billion dollar stadium in Cowboy Stadium. We got a billion dollar stadium in a cavern yeah. with the Rangers. Then we got a billion dollar practice facility up in Frisco. So you you mean to tell me that you want to come talk to me about records? When we make the money. We make well, what what's all said and done. Yeah. Do you have money to feed right. your children? Your team has yeah. won since we were in college. Oh, you haven't oh, won I've Super Bowl since we were in college. Years. My brother, yes. I've known you yes. for over twenty five years. Guess what? <laughs> What's the bottom line? What's the bottom line down here in Texas? Oh, boy. Hey, drink the Jerry drink. Hey, think the Cowboys are going to go to the Super Bowl. And then, see, guess what? We still get all the money. So I don't know what you're talking about. I'm I'm, I'm not cowering around like, oh, oh, hold on a second. Let me remember his name. Oh, Ben Roethlisberger. Trying to get a girl in the stall, man. Come on, what does he have to do with this conversation, dude? We're talking about your cowboy. Because he's a what does that fool have to do? What does Lawrence Bittman have to do with it? He's a Pittsburgh person. My okay, I have three points. Just three, just three. Go ahead. One. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy has not won Mm jackson with without without (laughs) a. NFL Hall of Famer quarterback. Two, uh-huh. so, he hasn't won jack shit when he's yep. calling the play. He, he called the plays and he won it. But now uh, we got Kellen Moore. So is Jera? Is Jera really gonna allow Mike McCarthy to say, "Oh, offensive coordinator gone"? And third, and third, and this is the biggest point. The biggest point of all of it, yep. Mike McCarthy. Does not, does not, and will not deal with free agents. He will go to the draft and pick a bunch of motherfuckers that we don't know who their name is. And then develop the line. Defensive tackle, we got. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, outside of the market, he gets fat bodies. He gets fat bodies in there that can move shit. Like, we don't even have a nose guard. And guess what? We still get paid. So it's all good. It, it's Let me all ask good. You this, I mean, brother. I'm not being serious. All right. I was going to ask. You, 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 you don't. Well, that's fine. But you, you guys, 
I'll say this about the hire. It's not a your typical sexy uh, Jerry Jones flash, if you will. It's a rather safe. I think it's a safe nope. hire because you got a guy. To to your point, hasn't won shit since you know without um, Aaron Rodgers and for that rather Brett Brett Favre before him. But he has to. Well, he has won the Super Bowl title. He has a Super Bowl title, which which carries some cred in any, in any locker room. And you no, know, to do those offense, even though I didn't think the offense for you guys was a problem, because I mean you got Dak Prescott where he completed over sixty five percent of his passes, passed up for, for, for over forty nine hundred yards, thirty touchdowns. He just he's not Hall of Famer. He wasn't the problem. He he's not Aikman. He's not a Hall of Famer. He's not Aikman, and he's not a Hall of Famer. Oh, I'm not saying that he's okay. all that. I'm just saying yeah. he's not bad. I don't think he's a scrub. I don't think it's yeah, a scrub. I, I, I and you got him, I would, Zeke I would give him $20 million a year. I would give him $20 million a year. But guess what? Okay. Mike McCarthy called all of his plays when Aaron Rodgers right. was winning. He called all the plays. And then all of a sudden, he's going to come down here to Dallas. And say, so, oh, well, I'm gonna pick my. I, I'm gonna figure out who my offensive coordinator is gonna be. Kellen Moore, prodigy. Yeah. Okay. Right. Dude, dude's under 25. Dude's under 25. So if I came to you and said, hey, Scott, you got to run my offense for America's team, two billion dollar uh, cap hit, two billion dollar enterprise, and I'm gonna get a punk motherfucker that's gonna deal with Jera. And say you don't. I don't pick my people. You pick my people. Okay, Pittsburgh is a, a whole different situation. Pittsburgh is down and down. All right, you you carry trash. We don't carry trash down here in, in Texas, man. We just don't. We go big steaks, big everything. Oh, you recycle it? We drink. <laughs> we nah, nah. We don't recycle oh, nothing. Why? 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 We are Texas. We we got our own power grid. We got our own water system. So yeah, if America goes down, guess what? It's gonna be lit up, Texas. But what I'm gonna tell you right now is the Mike McCarthy hire. Yes, sir. Is something that Jerry wanted to do. Jerry wanted to do because he wants to control everything. Mm. And in a, in a football team, right? Do you that, leave I it up to your general manager? Do you leave it up to your head coach? All right, pick my people, bring my people in. And Mike McCarthy came down here and acted like a pup with a tail between his legs. <clears throat> okay, Jerry. Okay, Jerry. Whatever you say, I'll stay at your house. Okay, I'll stay at your three, four billion dollar house. Isn't that kind of weird in though, Texas for a grown man to stay at another grown man's house? Uh, Especially if you don't know him, if you don't yeah. know him well. If you don't know him, like, <laughs> no, you, you come down here and you weird. can sleep in the guest bedroom. You can come down, but... But I know you that's, 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 that's different. That's, yeah, that's a little boy crazy. I was like, okay, are you going to start up sync or Menudo or <laughs> what the fuck you really do? I'm just like, oh, that's some fucked up shit. But at the same time, he has the thing that Jera is looking for. A championship ring that, uh-huh. by chance, right? That by chance got overturned with the Des Bryant catch and moved toward the end zone, which we down here in Texas call bullshit. It was a move. 
Well, it was. That was a catch. It was I, move, I but that. that was a catch, believe it or not. That was a catch. But Mike McCarthy was the one that threw the red flag, be like, ah, okay, cerebral. Okay. So now we're done with the red clapper. Okay. Garrett Clapp, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Jerry Jones, you're my friend. This oh, is cracking great. me up, by the way. Uh, awesome. Oh, I know. It's, it's like hiring your son, who is what, 10, 11? It's like you hiring. So, so, it's like so. me hiring Bella, and Bella is twelve. It's like me hiring Bella and say, "Oh, you got Bella's ten years to play way. around with stuff," and that's it. Uh huh. So nah, nah. Uh-uh. Yeah, down here in Texas, we're not playing that. Not at all. However, well, let me ask you this, man. You this to, has to be th- 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 right. this. Yeah, this, 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 but, but I was saying this has to be um, um, an upgrade from, from Jason Garrett, right? I mean, you would think that, I mean, just Garrett, I mean, he knows about off. He's a nice guy. But you have to think this is an upgrade, a little bit of an upgrade up for Jason Garrett, right? Uh, Cowboys Nation says no. Why is it an upgrade? Who is really? running the organization? Jerry Jones. Who is wanting a coach? that will give him the coaches, the offense, the defense, and everything else that Jerry Jones chooses, not the head coach. Or the general manager. you got to remember, you got to remember, Jerry Jones is the general manager. Who makes the motherfucking decision? Right. The general manager, right? <laughs> so if you bring in Mike McCarthy and he's all good, he's all good, he's like, oh, yeah, Jerry, Jerry, I'll fuck the lollipop. Oh, Oh, I'll lick it till it goes sour, and then he'll be here for another two oh, years, and then we'll be at the same place. And then it'd be longer than the fact that we've known one another, because <clears throat> we've known each other more than 25 years, and that's the same right. time frame that I'm going to digress, that, that the Cowboys didn't want shit, but we've won in the month. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Um, I said a little slight to my own <laughs> self because that's self-deprecation. That's part of jokes, right? But well, of course. if you look at right. it, if you look at it, if you look at it, the downfall of the Cowboys organization is the owner is the GM that makes the decision on everybody else. So, so, say, so say, Scott, you're a scout. Just, let's just, let's mm-hmm. just throw something out there. You're a fucking scout, right? You see Right. A fucking 350-pound defensive tackle that can stop the run, that can't go outside the lane because the defensive tackle is there. But then you have defensive end coming in. Then guess what? They ain't running shit. But Jerry Jones says, oh, we're going to draft motherfucking corners. We're going to draft motherfucking state. Who? Okay. You. I love Kansas. I love KU. I'm from Kansas. Don't draft a motherfucker from right. Kansas that's going to be a defensive tackle. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's sorry, football program. <laughs> no. 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 That's what I'm Okay, oh, no. Oh, my God. We don't, we don't want that. If you put a defensive tackle in and be like, look, we got bookends on the right and left tackle, 
And then the outside linebacker, Van Der Esch, and the other dude, they can come in and they can rush it, right? Why would you put a motherfucking 250-pound right. – I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Scott. I love you to death. But that's like putting me on you on the right receiver. I'm going to outspeed you. I'm going to outquick you. And I'll be like, oh, I got him. He's back to Oh, here we go. You can't beat me in a foot race, bro. <laughs> you can't beat me in a foot race. Oh, 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 okay. I see another bet coming on because you can get the pink tutu on and go to Dancing with the Stars. (laughs) You can go and get Dancing with the Stars and do like Antonio Brown. No, I'm not going with you with the Pittsburgh Steelers. (laughs) (laughs) And I got some pans specially picked out for you. They're a nice peach. They're peach. No, 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 that's okay. Speaking of bet, tell us, <laughs> like, people don't know that we, well, some people don't, most people don't know the bet we have because our team is supposed to play next, this coming season in Jerry World. So of tell course. the good listeners of course. what your bet is and what I have accepted, what are the terms I accepted. Uh, my bet is that your Pittsburgh Steelers can come down to Jerry World a.k.a. Dallas, a.k.a. Right. the Metroplex, which is three times bigger than Pittsburgh, and Cincinnati, and no offense to Cincinnati, but they suck. They fired Marvin Lewis for no reason because they didn't give him shit. Well, what they did, yeah, yeah they, what, no one's disputing that. Yeah. Yeah, they, they didn't give him shit. So, all right, so the bet is that we come down here and watch the game in AT&T Stadium, and it's a 200 buck ticket because, fortunately for me, I went and took my, my wife and my daughter to see the Philadelphia game last year. And you know how that ended up with yeah. Cooper catching the cat. So the bet is, is that we go to the game, and then in the fourth quarter with five minutes to go, depending who's winning, we'll wear each uh-huh. other's jersey and get it posted on Facebook, but I'm willing to take it a step further. A step Uh-oh. further. I'm almost a afraid. step further. That you that not, not only you are wearing the Cowboys jersey, America's team, that you're going to wear a pink tutu to the game in the fourth quarter on the five minutes. And if I happen to do it, I got to wear a pink tutu and Pittsburgh jersey on. I mean, think about it. That's the bet that we've agreed to, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Well, if if, if if this goes the way that you think it'll go, like you soured on on Mike McCarthy, I might end up winning that going away. You know that, right? Uh, Yeah, Mike McCarthy ain't going anyway. But what we're looking down here in Dallas (laughs) is that can he incorporate all the things that he's doing with a mediocre quarterback, not the elite. Like, Dak isn't Brett Favre. Okay, he's not a gunslinger. But Dak manages the game. So he can manage all that. So now when Mike McCarthy comes in, he can say you have three or four plays that you can check down on because we all know Dak is a check downer. He checks down on every fucking thing. Check down on everything. 
I'm sorry. Where Shannon Shaw come? Dink and Dak. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I, I, I'll, I'll, give you I'll, get, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that because he's a dick <laughs> and he's Dak. So I understand. But what I'm saying is, we'll, we'll see where it goes. I, you saw how I just let that go really quick in one ear and out the other and just kept moving forward. Right. <laughs> a Cowboys fan. Right. I mean, I've been doing this for 25 years. <laughs> You've been doing it for 25, ever since we've known each other. Back in college, like, oh, okay, here he comes. Okay, take that motherfucking <laughs> whatever the Pittsburgh Steelers wear, the black and gold, and I'm like, hey, you're not a black frat. Number two, you suck. So it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. So, Touche. So, um, so not not. To, not too diverse, but if we look even at yeah. LSU and Clemson, right? We're not going to talk about the Cowboys yeah. because yeah. we already know. Yeah, Cowboys going to make money. Cowboys going to do all that. LSU offensive mm-hmm. coordinator is from New England. So when they dismantled right. the team earlier, that's because they had the coaches there telling them, Oh, here's a mismatch. Here's a mismatch. They're telling him, and he's looked like the greatest quarterback in the world. We don't have that here in Dallas to have an offensive coordinator. Kelly Moore is only fucking 25. What the fuck were you doing 25 except for chasing tail and <laughs> trying to figure out where you're going to get your next deal? Because at 25, I was like, oh, Roman is good. <laughs> Roman is yeah. fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, but yeah, when exactly. I'm 35, Robin 45, that, that field Robin, champions, man. Yeah, uh, who? 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 Exactly. I mean, it's. <laughs> I'm just saying. Who? 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 I, I mean, but what the hell is Kellen Moore going to do there, though? I mean, what the hell is Kellen Moore going to do? Because that's um, that's Mike McCarthy's offense. Do you think he's going to really let that kid call plays? In his offense? Fuck no. Fuck that's, no. That's that, that's why I'm gonna question no. that move because they don't they don't they because don't need offense. McCarthy, they need a defensive McCarthy. guy. Please. They got venerable or whoever. But offensively wise, either A, you let McCarthy call the plays, or B he defers to Kelly mm-hmm. Moore. And that's the new deal. So like when I was bringing your ass along about how to talk to women, how to mack them, and all that. It's like, okay, Godfather comes in and says, here's what you're going to do. Kellen Moore is going to be awesome. But he's too young to know what failure is because he's been placed in all that his whole entire life. So if you're a millionaire and then all of a sudden you go down to right. $10,000, then how can you adjust when you're used to living the millionaire lifestyle, right? You're not going to do that. So McCarthy may keep Kellen or whatever, or better yet, go back to the fucking college rank. Go back to, you know what happens in college. You recruit players, you build upon them to make them into the NFL. In the in in NFL, you're dealing with grown-ass motherfuckers that are making $25 million a year. I'm sorry. 
that's right. the way it is. Because I tell you, I tell you, Scott, right now, on my life, that if I made twenty five million dollars mm-hmm. a year, I'd be like, "Fuck you too." Fuck you. What are you telling me? You're telling me. <laughs> okay. Okay. I want to run a championship. The college coach. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, motherfucker. I'll, I'm getting paid. Nick Saban makes what? 10, 12, 20 million. You go to a major program. Yeah. And then well, if Kellen Moore, if Kellen Moore goes back to Washington, right? Where it's already set up. Mm-hmm. So he just plugs in his players, right? He plugs in the people that's going to make his offensive work. Then, uh, well, he'll get mm-hmm. a NFL gig, not worry. And plus, he's white, so that's that's a good thing too. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way it is. That's just the way that's, it is. You know, that's another podcast for another time. Hey, hey, don't get me started on that. That's another podcast for another time. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm like, oh, Jason, yeah, well, Jason Garrett I mean, is. The championship, so, so I mean that's that that's what the NFL do. Cause trust me, the owners are in cahoots. Who can we put up in the face? Like honestly, I'm gonna tell you straight out right now. If I owned a multi-million dollar company, I would get a PR firm that has a white boy sitting up in the front. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it of my own. Because I don't need all that slack. I just want to make the money and go do what I want. That's what the NFL owners are doing. They're saying we want the face of our franchise. I mean, think about it. You got one black head coach. You got Tony Dungy sitting on the sidelines. You got all that. And then, oh, yeah, well, we got to give it to the Mexicans, too, because they have Mike Rivera. Is he really Mexican? I want to see his Mm -hmm. birth certificate. You know, it, it's just I one think he's Hispanic, yeah. And then you have an offensive, yeah. Then you have you have an offensive coordinator that's in charge of the most powerful offensive onslaught ever that yep. happens to be black. And the enemy doesn't even get a look. He like he didn't even come down to Dallas to interview. So. What I'm saying is, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. But to get back, we're drinking the Jared drink, and we're going to win the Super Bowl this year. And I promise you, I promise you, you're going to be wearing that pink tutu in AT&T Stadium. I'll be like, oh, yeah, it's going viral. It's going viral. Well, you know what? I'm going to hope and pray. I'll get you out here on this, brother. I hope and pray that uh, – that McCarthy fulfills your worst nightmares. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just, just up the joint, and so I wouldn't have to wear any damn jersey, and I could just have my come up and at. Well, actually, you could have your come up as I should say at Jerry World for all the world to see. That's what I'm, I just hope. I just hope it's not over uh, Thanksgiving weekend because you're not know, go home for Thanksgiving, but. Nevertheless, I, I I don't think it will be over Thanksgiving weekend, but that's because I want to be hey, there for this. I want to be there in person, in living color. <laughs> and trust me, the seats I will get, they're going to be premium. It's 
right underneath the box, you know, that little section that's underneath the suites and all that, yeah. but it's not actually on the field. We're right yeah. there, so we'll see you. Because, uh-huh. uh, yeah, Granny left me a, hen- uh, a handicap sticker, so I'll put that in. and <laughs> We'll sit on the handicap section that sees everything. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to it, bro. <laughs> and you know what? I won't wait so long next time to talk all things Cowboys. Against my better judgment, but nevertheless, I won't. I won't wait long, long next time because uh, I should have had your own way right. on earlier this season. Because especially when y'all employing it, Andy, yeah, I want to get your thoughts. But you know, I I want to take take it easy because yeah, oh, you know, I'm oh. the next guy and all. So. Oh, and guess what? Fuck you, fuck you, brother. I, I was gonna say the N word, but <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. I'm like. <laughs> I was be like, fuck you, guess what? Jason Garrett is still under contract. So, till the 14th, it's all good because uh, I, I held back a little bit because, you know, you know you, you're my brother and everything. And yeah, it's all good. All so right, well, kiss your wife and segment for me, brother. Oh, you're interrupting the mask. I'm going to laugh at you. <laughs> I don't, you. You don't even want to get me started on the mask because we have a dynasty in the making. Donchick and Porzingis, oh, time management, all that. And so no, not only do we have football in Texas, we have basketball uh, I think you're going out. Dallas, I think you're going out. It doesn't I think even matter. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a nice squad. The Mavs are nice. I'll give you that. The Mavs are, oh, are yeah. fucking nice. I'll give you that. I mean, that's just the Knicks bat. You There's took advantage nothing. of a Knicks mistake. One of many mistakes my Knicks made, uh, by the way. But that's not okay. a hit on there. Yeah, the, the but the Knicks didn't know how to play him because okay, okay, I diverse. We don't I know what the hell we're doing. One York, bro. you know that. I I want to say yes, one sir. thing to you, being a New York fan. Porzingis will would never have been Patrick Ewing, ever. Because he's a seven footer. If you're seven foot, I'm sorry, N word, mm-hmm. go in the paint. Go in the paint. <laughs> Quit shooting threes. Why are you why are you shooting threes? I don't understand that. When the stat sheets come up and he scored twenty one points, mm-hmm. right? But those twenty one points were off a of twenty three yep. and you weren't even in the box. Luckily, now in Dallas, he has Luca to divert all that, and he still shoots threes. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, Scott, right now, I just want to go up and punch him in his face. I got to jump up to hit him in the jaw, but he will still get hit. <laughs> because why are you a seven-footer well, shooting you... threes? That's, that's like a rapper trying to be an actor. And an I don't actor understand trying that. to be you a rapper. You know what? It's the new NBA, right? It's the new NBA. I mean, seven footers. Not see, 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 see. Now you have me upset now because I agree with you. This is where the NBA. Yeah. Is, you know, there's no more post players. ESPN. dot com had a story about that, by the way. But I mean, you got Joel uh, Embiid. One of his fat ass wants to go out. He's not fat, but he he wants to go out on the perimeter and shoot threes. So putting his big ass on the block. Yeah. I mean that's the way of the NBA. Yeah, by now. the way, so it's by, by the way he went to KU. It is. And weird. now, I'm even thinking about bringing back Foo Snickens. Okay, Shaq Foo, come in, 
and Shaq Fuller wow. show what to do when you're in the paint as a seven-footer. Like, if you're a seven-footer, everybody's loving Taco down in, in Miami, right? All the motherfucker does is my new bowl. Mm-hmm. He does my new bowl. He can't get bowed in the chest. He can't do any of that. So what I'm saying is, yeah, it is what it is, and that's how it goes. But just know that in Texas, we're still on the Johnny Walker blue, and we still know that we're going to win the Super Bowl next year, and I can't wait to see you in a pink tutu when it comes down to Dallas. It's going to be awesome. And I'm going to take my daughter out there specifically just to see that. To see it be like, oh, and on he's that note, here. he's on Dancing with the Stars. On baby. that note, well, we don't anything watch Dancing with the Stars. Two, two, we're gonna, <laughs> any, 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 anything, any reference of me and the Tutu, we're going in on that. So, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> it's been good, man. It's been hilarious as usual. You are the man. You're gonna be sad when it comes comes next season, but you're the man. I love you. You know that, and. Uh, We'll definitely right. talk soon, bro. I Let's love you too. We got going. We'll talk and, soon, and we'll and we'll do All it. All right, man. Say hello to your wife and kids, and I send my love, and I'm out. All right, peace, man. That's my guy, uh, one of my oldest friends, and delusional cowboy fan, Spencer Earl. <laughs> that that nigga will never disappoint, um, which is a good thing. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have it any, any other way, but. We're going to move from the delusion that is the Cowboys to going to more <laughs> Coach Head Coach News. I got my main man here. I'm laughing on this on the side now, Dwayne Nash. You know, I'm uh, sleazy, sleazy sports like every Tuesday on Facebook Live. Please check him and his crew out, as well as the yard slash HCU Sports. We rest about all things HCU Sports. All right, man. So, you see what I have to go through? You see, have to go hey. through every year during this time. I know too many damn Cowboys fans. I'm, I got too many close friends who are Cowboys fans. Why me? Why, why, not, why, 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 why? It's, it's not just you. It's all of us. First and foremost, Merry New Year. I don't think I've talked to you on this side of the New Year. So i got to give my greetings. Oh, Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah. That. yeah, Happy New Year to you too, brother. So right that's on. number one. Number right two, yeah. Spencer's reference to the Fushnikins, my lord, that has yes. died last. That is, that is back. I'm about to listen to the, I'm about to listen to Shaq Food. I'm about to listen to the to the Snickins tomorrow, man. That's gonna that's gonna be on my playlist for tomorrow. Number three, yeah, I yeah, am. You got, got me com- thinking about that. I mean, yeah. So yeah, that's gonna be me all day tomorrow. Oh, most definitely. But number three. His mm-hmm. statements about the the yes, Dallas sir. Mavericks, I was right there with him in the in the, before the season started. I kept trying to tell people people forgot about Porzingis being out and being gone and the way that Luca looked last year. All you could do is hope that Porzingis yeah. gives you at least seventy five percent of what he gave you when he was with the Knicks, and this was going to happen, and that's exactly what's going on. Don't know if they're finals material just yet because right. there are a couple of teams in L A that are looking dynamic right now out west. But look out in the, in the future; they can go ahead and add a couple of pieces. Number four, and and and, and I guess the biggest thing out of number four, uh, out of all of these, I want a piece of that bet. Yeah, man. 
Dallas Cowboys going to the Super Bowl, I'll take really? that bet. I will be willing. No, no, I'm not saying okay. that they're going. I'm saying that they're not going to go. And I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll, I will oh, be good. willing. I'm saying this here on the show. If they go to the Super Bowl, I will be seen in these streets in the pink tutu myself. Oh, wow. So I'm going to get I'm saying I'm it right here, right now. He's listening right now. So I love to know. Hit him up on Facebook, too. That we got oh, another yeah. cat who's in it. So basically, my bet with him, as you heard earlier, is if they beat my Steelers since we have yes. to play in 2020 and during, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to go down there. I got a lot of friends in Dallas, so go down there uh, with him, with him to get probably another couple of buddies of ours, and risk getting my ass showing up on uh, on <laughs> on <laughs> all, all the social media. Uh, oh. so, so so pray for you, boy. Also. Also, Most and then you on the bet on this on the bet is that they won't get the Super Bowl. So that's two bets, oh, two most different definitely. bets, but two yes. bets nonetheless. Do I have that? Oh yes. Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah, I'll take right. that. Yes. It's on. And for a, for a, I wish you would have seen me <clears throat> the last Sunday of the season. There is a sports bar mm. within the eye shot of FedEx that I went to to go watch the Redskins and the Cowboys play their their, uh, their final game of the season. Oddly enough, like I said, it's within eyesight mm-hmm. of FedEx. It is an all-Cowboys bar. Don't necessarily like going to all-Cowboys mm. bars, but, hey, I'm down for the heckle. I ain't afraid of nobody. Bring it on. So, of course, right. as the Skins are losing, which I don't mind because, of course, I was looking for that number two overall draft pick. I was hoping that this loss would prove that Bruce Allen is the worst and he would get fired and it happens. I hope it will prove that Greg Winuski is a horrible defensive coordinator and he would get fired, and it happened. So I got a lot of Kwanzaa mm-hmm. gifts early that week, and I couldn't believe that it all happened. And then, of course, even though they the Dallas blew out Washington, they still got left home in the playoffs. Another Kwanzaa gift. I couldn't believe it. Four gifts. In one game, <laughs> and to watch that entire—well, not that entire family, but to watch that group uh, of cowboy fans fall flat on their face at that sports bar that day—I won't say which one it is because they're not sponsoring the show. So until they do, they remain mm-hmm. nameless. But still, to watch that happen right. at that bar was pure joy, and I acted a plum fool in that spot, enjoying it. Jumping up and down in chairs. Did. So did you get any around Did you get any static? No, there, there was nothing they could say. There was nothing they could say because I was immune to it all. Yes, the skins are losing. I don't care. I need them to lose. I want that number all, number two overall draft pick. So there was nothing that you could say that could ruin my day. The only thing that could have ruined that day was the Redskins winning, losing draft position, and the the uh, the Giants winning and beating Philadelphia, thus allowing the Cowboys into the playoffs. Just neither happened. There's right. nothing that you can do. I was bulletproof, baby. It felt so good. Oh, my God. But let's get back on track. You want to talk NFL coaches. I yes, want to sir. talk NFL coaches. So let's go. Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> Yo, so, so basically, I thought I was telling Spencer – I was telling Spencer that I thought the McCarthy hire was a safe hire, wasn't sexy. I didn't, I didn't yes. think that. I mean, well, I, I would say that I told him earlier that 
any 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 coach with a Super Bowl ring will bring give bring instant cred to any locker room. Mm-hmm. I I just it's still uninspiring to me. I mean, I thought that the Dallas problem was on defense. I thought you needed yeah. an ass kicker on defense to run the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I mean, hell, I mean, Dak Prescott passed for over four hundred yards, thirty touchdowns. Only eleven interceptions, complete more than sixty-five percent of his passes. He won the he won the problem. Uh, no. uh, Ezekiel Elliott rushed for over fourteen hundred yards. Sure, he's not he wasn't the top rusher, but he still put in work. He wasn't the problem. No. You know, it was the defense. Yes. The defense was the problem. So why not bring in an ass kicker? Michael McCarthy does not appear to be an ass kicker to me. You no, know? not at all. And, and so to, to, that's to why put I, more it baffles me. Yeah, but to put more of a spin on that in terms of him not being an ass kicker, he got kicked out by the the, the, the team's quarterback in Green Bay, if you're asking me. Right. It was because of the relationship <laughs> with Aaron yeah. Rodgers. That was the reason why his tenure ended in Green Bay. Now, to that, in terms of his Super Bowl ring, if, if the players in Dallas are like me, they may be a, a little um, skeptical about that ring, because would he have won that ring without Aaron Rodgers? We don't know. Now, once again, if you're asking me, Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks in NFL history. How many coaches, mm-hmm. well, we're about to find out uh, in, in the near future, but how many coaches are not capable of winning a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers? I'm just saying. You, you have right. that type of talent. Matter of fact, with the way that the <laughs> – the way that the Packers look this year, they they were thirteen and three. They're a head scratch, a head scratching thirteen and three. I can't believe that they finished the season with that that great of a record. But when you have Aaron Rodgers, yeah, and and the rest of that, well, I would say Detroit and Chicago played down saying. this year. That's what happens. Yeah. You, you you get thirteen and three. So Aaron Rodgers covers a multitude of sins, brother. A lot of them, and I, that's why when they hired McCarthy. Like you said, it was a very safe hire, and it was also a hire that I wasn't threatened by as a, as a Redskins fan. Not at all. <clears throat> right. And speaking of speaking of hires that you're not threatened as a as a Redskins fan, how about um, Joe Judge? First Ooh. of all, I got a question for you. Who the mm-hmm. fuck is Joe Judge? You know what? <laughs> I mean, really? I mean, you're the New York Giants, a flash of a cornerstone franchise. What the fuck are you bringing in this guy for? Because he wowed you? He's a best special yeah. teams coordinator. Look, there's never going to be the special teams coordinator. That's what John Harbaugh was. He's a damn yeah. good coach. I get it. But mm-hmm. last I checked, Josh was also coaching wide receivers. You know how sad that wide receivers were in New England? So why yes. did you go that route? Why, that was a why, very oh, interesting why, question. Oh, why would you go that I, route? Uh, other than the fact that he's uh, part of the Belichick tree, <clears throat> I don't have any idea yeah. why you go that route. It, it baffles my mind as well. Like you said, who is he? But if you ask two of the greatest, and I'm doing that with air quotes, football coaches within the past 20, 25 mm-hmm. years, being Bill Belichick, and Nick Saban, they both say yeah. that Joe, Joe Judge is he's of that coaching ilk where he could be the next big thing in football coaching. 
So if they say so, those that care to listen probably fall for it as well, and they make decisions like this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, yeah, like I, just, said, who, I mean, who especially we got people like Eric Bieniemy out there and other yeah. people, even Josh McDaniels still out there. Yeah. Why would you bring in this motherfucker? What, what, what would see, you bring in this guy? I mean, he's a 38-year-old. I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm sorry about that. But he's a 38-year-old, oh, no, this, this dude. This dude is, what, 38 years old. Uh-huh. And he's a grown man, but he's a kid to me and you. And, yeah. you know, is he going to go in there with no head coaching experience whatsoever and try mm-hmm. to be a tough guy to, uh, uh, to, to, to uh, what's his name, um, Saquon Barkley? Yeah, Daniel Jones is probably a humble, humble, humble me kid. As is as is uh, Saquon, he's pretty humble too. But I mean, but you're gonna inspire those people on defense. Um, are you are you, is he really gonna come in and do that in that locker room? I don't care if he's a tough guy or not. That's just not gonna work with grown men, if, especially no. if he hasn't won shit. I mean, yeah. seriously, it was never been a head coach either on any level. He wouldn't but even have in high school. Come on, man. I, 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 I'll say this. It's the Sean McVay effect. You know, when, when McVay got hired and a lot of people mm-hmm. scratched their heads, including myself, <clears throat> because, you know, with with him being uh, the OC here in D.C., there were a lot of people that questioned his play calling, but there were a lot of people that believed that he could be a head coach in this league just not at the time in which he got hired. That's why I scratched my head when he did uh, receive the job in L.A. But right. he showed us all a thing or two and, and showed us wrong. But with that being said, he also built up, one, a coaching staff around him that was capable and knowledgeable to do what they were able to do. And, two, they had a lot of pieces already in place that were young and were at the tail end of their contracts. Like they had Jared Goff at the end of his rookie deal, uh, uh, Todd Gurley towards the end of his rookie deal. And then, of course, you had a, a, a bunch of uh, Aaron Donald towards the end of his deal. Then they were also able to bring in Indominus. Indom- yeah, it was Indominus Sue. And, and then they brought in the other players on the and Marcus Peters on the so they had a lot of talent out there. The thing is, the Giants don't have that kind of talent. So to try to follow that formula right. in L.A. isn't just bringing in Sean McVay. You got to have the players in place, and that's one of the things that the Giants don't have on that defensive side of the ball is players in place. Now on offense, they're a little bit better on offense with Evan Ingram. The other young tight end that they have, that they're probably going to end up playing opposite of him, along with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Yeah. And then, of course, with Golden Tate, the vet. And then the other young receiver that they have, whose name uh, unfortunately escapes me right now. So on the offensive side of the ball, they have talent. They have skill position guys. The thing is, they can't stop anybody on defense. They're going to have to bolster that defense in order, in my opinion, for this to work. And I don't know if – I have to wait and see who Joe Judge hires as his defensive coordinator to see at this point whether or not I'll be impressed with that hire or not and whether or not they'll be able to do things on that side of the ball. But, yeah, they got a lot of building on defense to get them better. Same thing with Dallas. You bring in Mike McCarthy, like you said, 
everything was great on offense, but they have a lot of money, money spent yep. on the defensive side of the ball. And for them to spend that kind of money on the defensive side of the ball to get no dividend from that is shameful. And I think that's the thing that they're going to have to go ahead and pay attention to in order for this team to get better. But, I mean, of course, they're going to have to address the other elephants in the room, like paying Dak, paying um, 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 who's the receiver. Yeah, uh, about that. So what's, what do you think is going to happen with that? What do you think is going to happen with that? I know we're talking about coach, but what, what's your, what are your other thoughts? There are a lot of people who think that they may be able to bring him in for, for short-term deals. But I know they can't spend a lot of money yeah. on him. I don't know if they're necessarily going to be able to spend the money that that once spent on him. Because Zach is asking for what, 35 40? Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's worth 35 40. He turned down then, 30. You see what I'm saying? He turned down 30. Yeah, he turned down 30. I don't. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. I know. I don't, I don't know. I know. I don't know because I don't know if this team <clears throat> is going to be. Uh, Armani, 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 Armani Cooper. That's his name. I'm about to call him Armani. I'm thinking about the old uh, <laughs> one Giants Amari receiver. Cooper. Yes, yeah. Amari Cooper. Yeah. That bum. Yes. <laughs> Even though, of course, he torched my skin, but still, he is looking at money uh, coming up this year. Um, Dak is looking at money. So they got a lot of decisions that they need to make on that side of the ball as well in terms of keeping that core together. Don't know if it can happen, but they got to do something uh, uh, and have something to go along with Zeke. Because I thought that was interesting. It looks like they're trying to, well, it looked like this past season they were attempting to preserve Zeke to make him worth his contract. Mm-hmm. So that's why he, he didn't have the yards that were used, the yards and the carry that we're used to seeing him have this season. So I wonder if they're going to do the same thing this coming season, or are they going to go ahead and continue, or, or are they going to go ahead and go back to their old ways and have them run the ball? But we don't necessarily know what Mike McCarthy is capable of doing with a run game because he's never had a running back of Ezekiel Elliott's caliber there. But Rob Mar- Mar- Marinelli is still there in Dallas as the OC, so helping out with the run game play calling will probably fall under yeah. duties. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be a I you said a lot, which is good. I, 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 I think that it's it's gonna be very interesting Big D. I think as long as Jerry knows that he's still the boss. In terms yeah. of the buck starts with me. I'm still the first to speak to the team. I'm still the first to address the media after ball mm-hmm. games. He just mm-hmm. I think I think McCarthy just wanted back in to the point he just wants to just coach ball. And I worry about the rest. So, God, God bless him. I mean, he knows what he's doing. He's in Cobra more analytics, but I just want to see how this. This is going to be. This is an interesting match to me. A very, 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 very interesting match. McCarthy and Dallas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but not at least not. It's not nearly as bad as Judge in New York. <laughs> so that's that's going to be thing. But one thing that did uh, two highs I did like. Was you know obviously the 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 uh, the the uh, the, uh, the uh, Rivera the Ryan Rivera high in DC I thought was great, and it seems mm-hmm. like your boy Danny Boy Snyder is finally turned over shit to to like like to the coach, and got rid of his boy George Allen's son, uh, yes. Bruce Allen, uh, mm-hmm. which I know Redskin Nation was like 
was like was like dancing in the streets off of that news. But uh, I think Rivera brings in instant credibility to the organization. And mm-hmm. you guys, that was a great hire. But I also like, and I'm probably in the minority on this. I like Matt Rule to the Panthers. I didn't see Jeez. it coming, especially not sixty to seventy million dollars. Oh, I didn't God, see that no. coming either. Yeah. But you know what? I like it because Rule. I mean, at least a he's something that Joe Judge is, and he was at least he was a head coach on one on 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 at least one or two levels. Um, yes. He he turned around Temple. Mm-hmm. He, turned, he, went, he led Temple to two ten-win seasons at Temple. He yes. don't do that at Temple University. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And he turned around Baylor, which was like a cess, a really active cesspool, and made them into one of the top teams in college football in just three years. Mm-hmm. So the man can coach. The man can recruit. He knows what the hell he's doing. Oh yeah, and, mm-hmm. and before that he coached the offensive line and 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 played for the Giants, and I think it was on that Super Bowl team that beat the Patriots. So, um, yeah, so he has a ring. He wasn't the driver's seat, but at least he 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 helped contribute to it. And he has head coaching experience. I think he mm-hmm. brings a new culture to the to the Panthers. I like owner David Tepper a lot. I like what he's doing. He's thinking outside the box. Now I thought that again. I thought the enemy would have made a good. Good match there as well, but I think that Rule will will actually get those guys' attention. Yes, he's a college coach, but he's also forty. He's also forty-four. He's, I think he's your age, forty-four years old, and okay. forty-four, forty-five years old, and you know, and he he paid his dues, and you know, he's 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 he's, he's blue collar, which I think will work in Carolina. And plus, I like the fact that he was given the seven-year contract. Which means that he's given automatically given support, which should give him blinders of cred in that Panthers locker room. Now I don't know what the hell's gonna do with Cam Newton. That's the sixty million dollar question, if you will. But I, I like to hire on, on like uh, on the surface. Well, technically, it's the twenty million dollar question, and and that's the benefit of the situation. I think I may have said it on the show show before. If you get rid of Cam, that frees up about nineteen twenty. That means you get to spend that potentially on other skilled players. If you don't spend it, twenty mm-hmm. million for a QB of his potential caliber is is not a lot of money. To put that in perspective, uh, uh, Jameis Winston is asking for thirty. So if you're capable of keeping Cam mm-hmm. with twenty and having him on that roster and hopefully bringing in some other players, depending upon what direction he wants to go into both offensively and defensively, to see where this goes and whether or not Cam wants to stick around. Well, I mean, I don't think it's it's it's, it's the team option with, with Cam, right? Mm-hmm. Because if it's a team yeah. option, yeah. I, I guess Cam will, will just go ahead and, and play this final year unless he just decides to sit out. But it'll be interesting to see what rule does on both sides of the ball because we, as of right now, we don't know what assistance he's looking at right now or who he's looking to bring in. That'll be very interesting. And even to that fact, it looks like Rivera is bringing over all his old crew from Carolina up to D.C. So it's it's intriguing. Oh, that's good for y'all. Yes and no. And the reason why I say no is because, yes, they won 15 games. Yes, there have been seasons there where they've won 12 games. But there's also been several seasons 
where they've won seven games. Now, mind you, seven win seasons here in D.C. are looked at two ways. After this past season of going three and thirteen, a seven win season would be gravy. But at the same time, going right under four hundred, right under five hundred, is something that this city has frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially if they think that you can be better. If you don't believe me, ask right. Ruth, who just got ran out of town, who had this team right there at five hundred, dealing with a ton of injuries that he had to deal with dealing with the quarterback situation that he had to deal with, with Kirk Cousins, who was now up in Minnesota, who was, <clears> oddly <throat> enough, two games away from the Super Bowl. But that's a whole other conversation in itself. And, and, and this, this city just decided this team was too good <laughs> for him to be underachieving. <laughs> he needs to get out of here. And as it was shown, no, they're not. Not at all. And it was this man who was basically keeping them at around 500. So, yes, I guess year one, six, seven wins will go ahead and get the city back on his side. But he's going to have to continuously get this team better in order for this team to continue to back him. Because this city, they they love to hire. They're just a little trepidatious about several Mm. things. And it's not because of him. It's because of the owner, and they want to make right. sure that this owner allows him to do what he's capable of doing. And if they're able to get consistent play, which is one of the things I kind of question about the team down in Carolina, hopefully they can get that consistent play and they'll be able to play well here in D.C. But we'll have to wait and see. But, yeah, like I said before, I, I, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm about a 6-7 with the hire and the assistance. But, yeah, I love that Jack Del Rio hire because I want to see this defense go back to being a 4-3 and see what this lineup looks like as a 4-3 and see what type of additions that they make in this draft and in free agency and see where this team goes because this team is going to be led by its defense the same way it was down in Carolina. I already see that. So let me ask you this, man. Going to the playoffs now, you're talking about, Teams that the, the, the Skins and the Panthers and others on this list aspire to be. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yes. Well, before I, well, well actually, be, like, like before I go there, will anybody take the Cleveland Browns job? I almost forgot the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> will anyone <laughs> take that job because they 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 have an owner? Speaking of a fuck up, speaking of a, of a fuck up, <laughs> you got an owner and uh and, and, and I, I forget the fool's name. It doesn't matter, but who fires? His his coaches after one season. Yeah, you gotta have some continuity, bro. You gotta have some you continuity. Do. So I I I don't know. I I just I just don't know who would want that job. I'm hoping that the enemy and another promising coaches, especially black coaches, stay the hell away from that job because you, you don't know want that on your resume. You, you you don't want to fuck with that. You, you don't, don't want to go anywhere near. You really don't because unfortunately we are not bulletproof from losing situations. We just aren't. Right. And and oddly enough, some other coaches right. aren't. But I'm going to give you a clown times inside information. You ready for this? Go ahead. I was called I'm, I'm sitting down, to bro. interview. I was called to interview for the Cleveland Browns job, and I said, no. I got stuff to do. <laughs> I got to be at work on Thursday. Breaking news. You know. <laughs> uh, so, 
If you want to know uh, about a, 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 who turned down a Cleveland job, it was me. But like you said, pretty this, this, <laughs> for them to fire a coach after year one is a huge head scratcher to me. But at the same time, I kind of understood why. And let me explain. I said it on the show before mm-hmm. that that culture in Cleveland was bad. And oddly enough, right. If it fell on two people's shoulders, Freddie Kitchens and um, what's your boy's name? The, the defensive lineman that got uh, suspended that hit Mason Rudolph in the head with the, oh, um, Miles, the Garrett. Helmet. Miles, Miles Garrett. Garrett. Yes. Miles Garrett. Yes. So with Miles Garrett and Freddie Kitchens, basically, Miles Garrett was the personification of <laughs> the Cleveland Browns in terms of them being able to do whatever they want to do. And you can't have that happen in, in in any organization. You just can't. If you can't get anybody to get it together, and oddly enough, Brown's brass saw that and thought better of it to get rid of Freddie Kitchens. Now, it wasn't solely his fault. I mean, I don't know if he necessarily – has been, well, he's never been in that situation before. He's a young guy. He just happens to be the quarterback coach that, that the, the, the team's starting QB liked and thought it would be a, a, a great uh, situation to put him at a head coach. Now, we've already fallen for that banana in the tailpipe before by looking at this team and saying, hey, on paper they got talent, because they do. If Baker Mayfield can get focused, he could be a quality QB in this league with Landry. And if Odell Beckham decides he wants to stay in Cleveland, which we still don't know and then probably don't think that he will, pending on the, the head coach hire, they got great and, and they got great uh, tight ends there as well. And then you've got Kareem Hunt and, mm-hmm. and, and Nick Chubb there at, at the running back spot. So they have great talent yeah. on paper. There's no excuse. They got talent. There's no excuse. Right. They have a lot of talent on the offensive side of the, of the ball. And they got great young talent on the defensive side of the ball, but yet they just couldn't put it together. That's why I'm thinking that you need to go ahead and, and I, I, I'm not a huge fan of bringing in retreads now. Now that I'm older, I'm more like, mm-hmm. okay, give a younger guy a chance, let these young guys come in and deal with these young guys. But you're going to need a disciplinarian. Maybe it's a, a, a retread, maybe it's not, but you're going to need a disciplinarian on that coaching staff to come here and get these guys together. That's part of the reason why I believe that the Cleveland Browns played so well toward the end of the season the year prior under Greg Williams because he had head coaching experience. He's been at D.C. He's been in that organization before, and right. he's a disciplinarian. So that was you can a, get you a guy. That was a suspect oh, from the beginning. Right. Yes. And that's you why know, I was, was like, why did right. you? I was about to piggyback what you said. It's suspect from the beginning. Yeah, so, you know, if, if that's what they're going to have to bring in now in order for it to work. If they don't do that again, if they don't do that, and they try to follow a trend that the rest of the league is doing, you're going to end up just replaying what mm-hmm. you had this past season. So, Yeah, exactly. So soon as, as soon as, soon as uh, they, they hired the stupid-ass general manager, Ken uh, Dorsey, uh, when, he, when he hired um, – Freddie Kitchens, who's never been like like Joe Judge, never been a head mm-hmm. coach. He went from being an offensive line coach to an old yeah. old to the OC, and then got catapulted to head coach just because he was uh, 
or used to be anyway, uh, Baker Mayfield's buddy over a guy yeah. with experience in Greg Williams. So they played well in the Greg Williams at the end of the season. I still remember yeah. that. That let me know right there that that's like, yeah, this is going to blow up in, in their damn faces. But, again, me as a Steelers fan, I'm happy as hell about the implosion. <laughs> I would laugh my ass off here every other week at the, at, at the, at the underachievement that took place on, this, on the mistake on the lake up north. So it's all good with me. So getting back to the playoffs now. Now now I'm back on track. Now getting back to the playoffs. Um, do you expect any big upsets this weekend? Because three of the last three of the four teams who won last weekend were the road teams. Yeah. Most notably Tennessee or those damn the damn cheating ass Patriots. So with that being <laughs> said, do you expect any upsets in the division around do- this this weekend? Any upsets? Wow, so my guess would be upsets would be the road teams, right? Right. Okay. I think the road so, teams are favorite in these games. Okay. So if, if if picking a road team means I'm picking the upset, my number one upset would be the Seattle Seahawks, most definitely. Because, like I said before, mm. I'm sitting here scratching my head thinking to myself, who are – these Green Bay Packers, they somehow quietly won 13 games this year. And, I mean, I say quietly because I didn't watch a lot of Green Bay Packer games this year. But even still, the one game that I did watch, who was which was against, you know, my skins, they kind of held on in that game against uh, Dwayne Haskins, who had barely played at that point in the season. They had a very injury-riddled team. But, and they held on at home. So. And they did that a lot this season. Matter of fact, the final game of the season, they came from behind to beat Detroit on the road. So which Green Bay Packers team are we going to get? Now, the thing that's going to be the detriment to, to, to Seattle is that we're not going to get the run game that we're used to seeing them do throughout the regular season. And mm-hmm. that, that, um, that, that running back from Miami, that's what the, 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 uh, the Seahawks now and, and, and uh, uh, Beast Mode, they're going to have to step it up in order for this. I mean, they, they've been playing serviceably, but I would like to see more from them in order for me to get back to being comfortable with Seattle. But I think that Seattle can go in to to uh, to, to Lambeau and beat Green Bay most definitely. Now, the the, 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 the stretch, if you will, only because it happened earlier this yep. season, would be – the Texans going into Kansas City and beating the Chiefs. Now, remember, I don't know if you wow. do remember, wow. week five, Houston did this very uh, very thing in week five, going to uh, to Arrowhead and right. beating the Chiefs by seven. Can they do it again? Quite possibly, right. especially if uh, Deshaun Watson, his play takes off based upon what he was capable of doing and late, well, in that fourth quarter and on last week against, um, who did they just beat? That was uh, uh, the Bills. So if he can continue to play like that and better on the road, they can beat Kansas City. So I don't, I don't, I don't know if they necessarily do, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Those other two games, if the road teams mm-hmm. won, like if, if Minnesota were to go in, into uh, 
San Fran and, and, and beat them, I will be a, I will be shocked. But the thing that uh, that Minnesota would have to do, or one of the things that they would have to do in order to go into San Fran and beat them is Kirk can't be Kirk, if that makes any sense. Meaning he can't turn the ball right. over when they don't – I mean, no one wants turnovers. But when you're on long drives, you turn the ball over late, especially deep into your opponent's territory. You can't have those situations – and you can't go walk off the field deep in their territory in the red zone and not walk away with points. If Kirk can do that, they can beat San Fran. I don't know if they do though, but the thing is, Kirk is going to, I don't think going to have to play. Yeah, he, but he's going to have to play mistake-free ball. I like that defense in Minnesota though, and I like Dalvin Cook. The thing is though, Kirk has to play better, and with Thielen Black back, if they can get. Thielen and Diggs on on the same page with Kirk again, along with with Rudolph, they have the pieces there. I just don't know if they can. But, you know, we'll see. And then, of course, with Baltimore, the Titans, once again, we've seen them in spots look good. They didn't necessarily look good offensively outside of uh, Derrick Henry against the New England Patriots. But if Tannehill, thank God they beat them. Thank God. Oh my God! You know there there were a lot of people, and I find it hilarious, man. The amount of people who are celebrating that that uh, Patriots loss. My thing is, I want to know if you're gonna still watch the Super Bowl. If it's gonna be some weird ass Super Bowl yes. like the Titans. Just, I know yes. you still want to watch. Yes. But I mean, will, will America yes. watch? Yes. <laughs> I don't give a damn. As long as the Patriots aren't in it. I don't give a shit. As long as, you know, <laughs> Belichick's not in it, as long as I don't have to put up those unsuffering Patriots fans, I don't yeah. care. I'm with it. I'm in a better mood now. And it's, it's, it's funny to watch Patriots fans just cry poverty to realize that they're like the rest of us now. <laughs> they're out on wild card weekend. They're at the uh, home on the couch watching divisional round. I love it. Yes. I fucking love it. Seriously. Now, the funny thing, it's about the funny thing to me and they've been crying this all season long. Yes, sir. I'm like, dude, you can't necessarily have it both ways. You can't talk about, ooh, look how great Tom is. He don't have no receivers, and it's still balling out. Then in the same oh, breath, God. a year later, be like, oh, Tom needs receivers. He doesn't have any help. Which, yeah. which one is it? Yeah. Either he can ball without receivers right. or he need help. It can't be both. It can't be both. Not in that situation. There are certain times in which things can be two things at once. Just not that. Not at all. Right. But I digress. I, I totally no agree. The that, that just irks me. That, that yeah, irks it, me. It, yeah, it bothers me. Yeah, too, no, but yes. Yeah. I'm happy about it. Yeah, but this, <laughs> this should be a, a great lineup of games this weekend. I can't wait. My God, I'm I'm I'm, I'm amped and, and ready to go ahead and get some of this football in yes. this weekend. Because remember, we don't have you know oh, what, no, I that back. Um, we do have football left, but that's XFL. That's another thing. Back to the NFL. Yes. Yes. Um, I uh, <laughs> I tend to agree with you. I think Seattle can go into Green Bay and win. I really yes. do. I'm not impressed with Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. To me, no. Green Bay won the strength of underachieving Minnesota Vikings in the division, mm-hmm. and the Bears coming back, back, back down to earth a bit with Mitchell Trubisky and the mm-hmm. Lions being the Lions. 
So I, I'm yeah. not that impressed with what Green Bay has. They got the quote-unquote frozen tundra, but they haven't done that well in the playoffs in the last few years that they were in the playoffs, particularly Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. and company. Um, so I, I like Seattle. I like Seattle a lot in that game. The others, the home teams are winning every one of those games. And, yes, I know that Houston won the KC earlier this year, did the number on them, but mm-hmm. – there's something I, – I, I know, and I know Andy Reid's track record in the playoffs aren't that great as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, I should say isn't that great as well. But I don't trust Bill O'Brien. I think that he beat that, – that they beat Buffalo because Buffalo didn't have an offense in the second half. That's the reason why they're in this round. As much as I like to show on Watson, I don't, I don't see them beating KC. I really don't. Not this time of the year. So I'm really – and in and, and, and the Baltimore game, that's going to be an ass-whooping. Baltimore mm. win by double digits. Oh wow! I, I think they are because I think Baltimore has a great—I don't say great—they have a damn good defense. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I don't think Henry is going to run rough shot through the Ravens defense like it did the Patriots defense. I don't—I don't think that's happening. Mm. And I don't think that I don't think Tennessee's ready for the, the Lamar Jackson experience either. That's just—that's just, mm. so. So not well not not in Baltimore anyway. So I, I have Baltimore winning big, probably probably more than fourteen points big Ooh. this weekend. Ooh. So I, I I think that's gonna be an ass whooping. I think it's gonna be an ass whooping. I think it's gonna be an ass whooping. Mm. Uh, but what are the other two games? Uh, yeah, the, yeah. Um, San Fran, yeah, San Fran, San Minnesota. Fran, mm-hmm. I don't trust Cook Cousins on the road. Yeah, I don't trust Kirk. I know Kirk Cousins won in New Orleans, which was a great feat. That, that, that mm-hmm. should not happen in San Francisco. They, that, that's not going to happen. Um, and, of course, I mentioned Seattle beating Green Bay. Um, so we'll get you out here on this. We'll close this podcast on this, man. I know you could be watching this game this coming Monday. I'll be playing with, to be, to be with two of my homeboys watching a game at Buffalo Wings and Rings um, here, here in Cincinnati. Okay. The Battle of the Tigers. The College Football yes. National Championship. The Battle yeah, of fine. the Death Valleys. Who is yes. the real Death Valley? That uh-huh. could be another podcast in and of itself. <laughs> I got Clemson. Because you know why? Not because it's known because of ACC school, but because, to quote the great Ric Flair, in order to beat a man, you have to beat the man. Until someone yeah. beats the man, Clemson will still be the man. I think it will be a great game. I think that LSU secondary will not be ready for the Clemson experience, the Clemson offensive experience. I think, and I said last, I said like many times before, brother, and you and I discussed this. I said whoever won that Clemson Ohio State game won the whole damn thing, because both those two teams, to me, are the most are the most complete teams in college football. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know that I said also before that it's like you can group LSU, Ohio State, and Clemson together because all three are that gr- are that great. And it's pretty much a big-ass drop-off of the, uh, after those three. But I also said that in that, in, that, in that group of three, Ohio State and Clemson are were by far the, the most complete teams. LSU was lighting up with Joe Burrow. God bless Joe Burrow. I don't think he's ready for what Clemson's defense has in store. Now I think LSU's defense will will be ready for the the offensive experience led by um, Travis Etienne toting the rock. 
and Trevor Lawrence throwing the rock. And those wide receiver crew led by T. Higgins, I don't think they're ready for it, brother. So I got Clemson. I'll give it by, by seven points. Clemson by seven points. It was mm. probably a high score game. Well, I think that's where the problem might come in. If it does become a high-scoring game, I'm going to go ahead and give it to LSU in that situation. The thing is, I don't believe okay. that this this LSU, as I said, this Tiger, I don't believe that this LSU offense stalls <laughs> in the red zone uh-huh. the same way that Ohio State did when they played against Clemson. Good point. I understand good point. that Excellent Clemson point. has Excellent a great point. defense. But, yo, you can't have three red zone opportunities and come up right. with field goals in every one of those. You just can't do that. And so I don't expect crying, LSU to fans. do that. No. You know what? Because game y'all did. Exactly. Now, you could blame the refs for the fumble, but still, three red zone situations yeah, that was a bad call, and you don't still. walk away. That yeah. right there to me was more glaring than the than the than the fumble, the fumble situation because that is a situation that that is left to up left up to interpretation. That scoring in the red zone should right. not be. You need to come away with six. You can't walk away with three, and that's the difference, in my opinion, with LSU versus Ohio State potentially in Monday night's game. So that's why I'm like, if this game comes out to be a shootout. I, I'm taking LSU. If it's going to be a, a game where both teams score under 30, though, I think Clemson walks away with it. I I believe that mm. they do, but I'm going. I'm mm. still taking LSU as my pick to win the the, the title. But it, if that's going to happen, it's going to be a shootout, and and I'm hoping it's going to be a shootout because I want to see an exciting game come. Well, I'm looking forward to an exciting game either way, but. If it's going to be a shootout, man, get ready. Yep, indeed. It's going to be a great game nonetheless, bro. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. I know you're looking forward to it. Um, So, yeah. So it should be exciting. It should be exciting, man. It's it's going to be great. This will be a great weekend of football. So I'm going to have my popcorn ready. I'm going to have my beer ready. I'll be showing out this weekend. I know your ass is going to be showing out this weekend. I know my man oh, yeah. Spencer, about his <laughs> Cowboys, gonna be showing out this weekend as well. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be great. Hey man, matter of fact, like, man, I'll holler at you next week, brother. Where you with? You do the same, but don't forget FCS championship game is this Saturday on ABC. Yes, my my hope is that it does not conflict with the playoff game. But they moved it on to the to the big show. They're on the ABC, <laughs> so it's gonna be interesting to see. Yes, North Dakota State versus JMU. Or on uh, a primetime network. So, it'll be great. Football all weekend, man. And that should be great, man. I'm looking forward to that as well. But yeah, yeah, exactly. That should be a great game as well. I love the FCS playoffs, man. So, we'll take it out, man. Peace out. Uh, that's my guy, D. Nash. Please check him out on on, on Facebook Live. I'm sorry. Sleazy Radio on Facebook Live every Tuesday night. As well as the Yarnstash HBC Sports. We rest for all things HBC Sports. Thank you to my delusional Cowboys fans. And, and my and my college buddy Spencer Earl talking about the Cowboys earlier. Thank you to my man D Nash as well. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great weekend of football. So y'all too, so, so so y'all please have fun this football weekend. Take care. Peace out. All that good stuff. Oh six. Ah.